Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Go To There, a 30 Rock podcast, a weekly chronological journey through 30 Rock, looking at the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the blurbs that come with one of the best shows of the 21st century. As always, I'm your host, Curtis Stone, and joining me is... David Amick. And welcome to episode 70, season 4, episode 12, entitled Verna, originally airing February 4th, 2010. Uh, David, if you would, please give us a quick summary slash synopsis of this episode. Mm. Jenna's mom, Verna, is in town, and it looks like she might have turned over a new leaf. But Jack is suspicious and projects some of his own mommy issues into dealing with that relationship. Meanwhile, Frank sent his apartment on fire, so he goes to live with Liz for a few days, and they set some ground rules that neither can end up abiding by. Yeah. Uh, I think this is not only one of my favorite episodes of this season, but I think it's one of the funniest episodes of the entire show. And I'll explain why as we go along, but I just think there's so much of what when you think typical 30 Rock comedy bits, this is in there for me because the 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 camera evidence at the end is so funny. It's just perfect because it's subverting all of the things you think is going to happen but then subverting those subverts it's just like it's so perfect which subverting those subverts it's a thing it's a thing look it up uh jan hooks of course is jenna's mom and she's fantastic i really wish she was in more than two episodes of this entire series but unfortunately we just only get her this time and we get her later in this year in the mother's day episode um the Jenna and her storyline is is great because it's finally giving a little bit more character development. Jenna, uh, it's giving not so much more development of Jack, but it's showcasing more of his disdain for his mother, which we haven't really seen in a really long time. Um, and it's I don't know. There's just so many moments in this that I'm laughing. I was literally laughing out loud because it's just so great. But. I don't know what, what your thoughts are on it because you see when I said that your face well, seemed to imply I thought it was fine, but I don't. I'm. It's not one that I'm gonna feel like remember that much about in a couple weeks. I, know, I just. I always. I mean, I get. It's mostly the the camera footage that I really remember from oh. this. this episode. See, I found that so strangely funny. disturbing. Well, I mean, I guess like I guess it's funny way, and so. that it's disturbing and that it's how silly. It yeah. is. Like it's no, it is right. It's creepy. very silly and comedic, but for some reason, I I I'm found just, it like creepy in a disturbing way that I didn't enjoy it as much. Well, as I guess that's did. just the version, right? Is you think it's going to be creepy or scary because it's. I think it was really, scary. Well, no, but like I mean, because found footage at this time was paranormal activity. Right. All that stuff was yes. really popular, and it's subverting all of that by she's standing there as time goes by, fast forwarding, much like the paranormal activities kind of were infamous for. Right. But then she's just eating junk food or she like mumbles something into the phone and you're like, oh no, she's being really creepy. Oh no, she's actually just ordering a pizza. So it's like, it's subverting all of that and still being incredibly funny. And it's just like, it just keeps building. It keeps building. Just when you think it's going to stop, then the Frank stuff comes in. And it's, that's more disturbing because it's just like, wow, he's really got a lot of issues that he needs to work out. He's not going to work them out. Things like that. I don't know. I just genuinely... That's one of my favorite bits of the entire show. Because it's just so over the top. Um, it is very over the top. Yeah. It, it's incredible. But I, they, they earn it. Like, I don't know. Uh, but of course, Jan Hooks uh, makes her appearance as Verna in this episode. We'll talk more about her as she shows up. Which isn't too long. She's pretty early on in the episode. But I think she's... That's why I really wish they could have used her more. 
uh, because she's just stand out. I think she's just one of the best guest stars they have on in this season. And she commits to the role so well. She almost feels like her and Jenna are related. Like she doesn't come off as like, like in the same way that Jack and um, his mom, they work so well together, even though there's no relation at all. They work well together. That's the same that I get from Jenna and Verna is just, They've been doing it for years. It feels right. It feels like an actual relationship, not just a guest star popping in for the week to be their quote-unquote parent. Like Tina's parent, or Liz's parents are kind of like, they're good. They're fantastic at what they do, but they don't feel like they're a family. They just feel like guest stars. Whereas like this feels like they have a genuine rapport. Do you think that's because it's like name actors playing Jack and Jenna's parents? Because I mean, as opposed to Liz's parents, because I don't... You know what I mean? Because, like, Jan Hooks and Elaine Stritch are, like, I mean, they're not, like, maybe, like, super, super, super famous, but, I mean, they're pretty, like, well-known, respected, you know what I mean, names. Well, I think for Jan Hooks, like, she was also an SNL personality, so she has that comedic timing that someone on this show would kind of need and have. And I think Elaine Stritch works because she's a stage actress and she's been doing it for so long. She just has that, like, in her repertoire. She can pull it out. But I think with Jan Hooks is because she's a little bit closer in age to the rest of the cast, she can tap into it a little bit better and it feels more genuine. It feels more real to me than a lot of the other guest stars that are playing parents. I don't know. But I do like Liz's parents in the show. It just, there's yeah something missing from their relationships that I've never fully bought. But anyway, any other thoughts before we hop in? Let's hop in. Let's hop in. All right. All right, so the cold open is basically going to set up both of our plots. This is a pretty, pretty simple episode. It's just mainly those two. It is those two plots. Yeah. Two Tracy plots only pops up really briefly at the beginning in Liz's dream, and then in the writer's room where he has like two lines, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, he's in three. He's the one that gives the information to Frank that he can stay with Liz. All right, but. It's he's it's in it so brief. little that it's yeah. easy to forget he's in certain scenes. But anyway, so the cold open is basically going to set up uh, Liz's storyline and Jenna's storyline, and then we'll introduce Verna after the opening credits. I never thought this day would come, Lizzie. Okay, push, push, Liz Lemon. Here comes your baby. Congratulations, it's me, Cat. <laughs> the cheesy blasters mascot. I'm what's inside ya. Razzmatazz. <laughs> I gotta eat better. So this is the first time in a while that there's any reference to Liz and motherhood. Yeah, and, and, um, and I, I, right before we started this episode, I was like, oh my god, they finally brought it back because they really mm. have not talked about it this entire season. Because the season opener is dealing with a new cast member, mm-hmm. and then that's been the enti- and then uh, her dealing with her apartment situation or her living situation. Yeah, this is the first instance in this season that she has any remembrance of wanting to even have a child. So I'm glad they're finally tapping back into this. I feel like there's a few episodes I was just opining about. Man, they haven't talked about that in so long. What's going on? So yeah, I'm glad they're finally bringing that back again. But I think it goes away almost immediately. <laughs> I think there's a few well, It's not referenced really in the rest of the episode. I mean, it's, like yeah. her dream is referenced, but not motherhood or... Yeah, and I don't think they'll talk about it for a while because 
the next few episodes are setting up the finale and setting up her dating again. And that's when we bring in, uh, is it Mar- Michael Sheen? Is that his name? Yes. Because I always, I, I, it's Sheen and Martin Sheen. And right. I, it's Michael Sheen. I'm pretty sure it's Michael Sheen, but uh, Wesley Snipes is, yes. on, is on the scene. But I guess there is a smaller C plot in this, uh, but it more plays into the Liz and uh, Frank storyline where Pete is, I think this is one of the better roles that Pete has had in the entire show where he's, he's still playing that like dad character or like mentor, not mentor, but like advice character where he, he's just telling them, he's like, you've got to have a release, you got to have something. And even though his are sort of like self-harm kind of things, he's still making good points just in a gnarly way. He has to put thumbtacks in his body just to feel. Just to feel anything anymore. Because, well, because Kenneth is taken away, as we see here, Kenneth takes away his, his release and then he just sits there and does the crossword for the first hour or so of the day. But Kenneth takes it away from him. Oh. Hello, Mr. Hornberger. I thought I was the only one here at this hour. No, this is just my little ritual. So I can have a moment of peace and quiet between home, where this happened, and work, where I'm always being interrupted. Oh, I get it. A little Pete time, pardon the familiarity. Well, you just enjoy your coffee, sir, while I tell you a funny story about my friend's cat. His name is Mr. Wiggles, and his cat's name is Benson. Where's Liz? I need to speak to her right away. I guess that's the end of Pete and Kenneth time. Liz, she's here. Berna's here. My mother is downstairs. Are you sure? I didn't see her. Security called. She was trying to use an Oxycontin prescription bottle as ID. That's Verna. Oh! So is she coming up? Are you kidding? I told them to throw her off the property, but I'm sure she's down there, sitting on a curb, chain-smoking, and waiting for me to come out. Just like the day I was born. Wow. Look, Jenna, I know that she's no prize, but no matter what, Verna is your mother. Don't you want to have a relationship with your mother? This isn't a relationship. This is some woman who shows up every couple of years to ask for money. To her, I'm just a gorgeous, naturally blonde ATM. You know, my mother and I sometimes didn't see eye to eye, but at the end of the day, we always said... Don't go to sleep with the frown in your pocket. Ugh, Liz, you don't know anything about mothers. Where's Jack? Go into your yard and tie it on a rocket. Shoot it to the moon, you'll be feeling better soon. Don't go to bed with the frown. Terrible song. It is a fun song, and it'll have a reprise later in the episode, and then it'll have another appearance in the Mother's Day episode. So apparently in the 30 Rock world, it's a very popular song. Wonderful. And I think it's got it. I've never literally heard that song before, so I think it literally is just something that's made up for this show, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe it is some sort of mid, like, northeastern bedtime thing that people sing to their kids. I don't know, but I've never heard it before this. Me neither. Yeah. Also, did we talk about the opening where Liz Lemon gives birth to basically Chester Cheeto or whatever his name is? Meat cat. Meat. Well, yes. Chester Cheetah because he's a cheetah. Oh. Come on. This dummy. No, we did not talk about the opening, so you should talk about the opening. Liz gives birth to Chester <laughs> Cheeto. No, he gives, she gives birth to Meat Cat because that's what's inside of her. So it's, it, I guess it is less of a, what we talked about. When did she give up on her, her Mexican snack? Oh, her Sabor de Solo dance. There we go. Um, she was eating them relatively yeah. recently. Um, but I guess, yeah, 
Maybe she found Buy American. Buy American. I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess more of that scene is more of her dealing with having food dreams rather than wanting right. a baby. So maybe that's why it never comes back up again maybe. this season. Yeah. So it's, a, I mean, it's a, definitely a fever dream of she's giving birth, Jack is there, Tracy's the doctor, and Kenneth is the nurse. So it's wild. So we come back, and Frank is upset because he's been kicked out of his... Well, he lives with his mom. I'm not sure if she has a problem. Anyway, he's kicked out of his mom's place, and he has to find another place to live, and Tracy gives up an option for him. Yeah, there were firemen there and everything. Where? At my house. I left my Sith Lord cloak too near my mom's shrine to Italian Jesus, and the candles started a fire. Were the firemen strong? Were any of them the ones from the calendar? My mom's staying with family upstate, but I've got to find some place around here to crash. I'm sorry. Would you like to stay at my guest house? Yeah, thanks. When's good to go over there? Oh, I'm not offering. I'm just taking a survey to gauge general interest. But Liz here has a spare apartment. Ain't that right, Liz? Well, it's not really spare. I bought the place upstairs from me when I thought I was getting a talk show. But I'm going to finish the combination as soon as I either hit the lottery or get married. Oh, fine. You can stay with me. But it's stuff like this that makes me eat things like this. Thanks, Liz. Oh, I'd like to pre-apologize for clogging your tub, sink, and toilet. <sighs> Mothers, you can't kill them? Verna's been using me my whole life, Jack. I never saw a penny from any of the commercials I booked. Keep you and your pets safe with Gator Hater Gator Spray. Honey, you gotta get closer to the gator. We drove 11 hours to get here and you're not getting any younger. But when I wanted to sing a duet in a mother-daughter pageant, she blew it off because there was no prize money. But today is different, Jenna. Today you break the cycle because today you are going to say no. I developed this presentation in 2002 when Colleen attempted to lengthen her Christmas visit to Martin Luther King Day, or as she calls it, that day in January when the post office is closed. I had to draw the line. You can tell she's from the North and not the South because she calls it the day that the post office is closed and not Lee Jackson Day or whatever. What's Lee Jackson Day? So, I don't know if this is the case, at least in Virginia for a while, they called it Lee Jackson King Day. So Robert E. Lee, Stonewall Jackson, and then Martin Luther King because people from the South... Really? Oh yeah. When I in my first job, there were a couple people there who refused to call it Martin Luther King Day. So really? Oh really? Yes. That's awful. I've literally never. Yeah, but, but yeah, but I remember when I was a kid. Specific, like I remember, like when the day we got off was called the Jackson King Day. Maybe that's just a Virginia in school thing. too. Or? Oh yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, well, it was it was like I mean the state of Virginia like had oh yeah designated it that so. Maybe I mean I, we know. I, I, mean, like, I don't know. I can't imagine North Carolina was that different, but it was because we definitely called it Martin Luther King Day. We well, I mean, I feel like most people still call it like Martin Luther King Day, but like officially on record, it was like Lee Jackson King Day. Never. Oh my god. Yeah, that's horrible. It may not be anymore because Virginia has changed a lot recently, so <sighs> it may have it may it may not be the case anymore. But it certainly was when I was a kid. Yikes! And I'm sure there are other places in. Oh, I'm I'm sure it's have familiar worse, thoughts. worse things than that. Then Jesus Christ. Well, that's a fact. I don't want to call that a fun fact. That's horrible. 
Anyway. <laughs> I had to say... This word is your best friend. Best friend with benefits? Step one, say no. Step two, she will try to pick a fight with you. You will not let her. She will raise her voice. But I am going to ask you to always speak quieter. Can I just tell you I'm genuinely having fun right now? If you raise your voice, emotions take over and she gets the upper hand. But if you're calm and quiet, you stay in control and it's on to step three. And this is the hardest one of all. She will tell you how disappointed she is in you and she will get up to leave and you let her walk away. It's simple. Say no. Talk low. Let her go. Frank! Frank? Do you smell smoke? What the hell, oh, Frank? Man. Look, Liz. How can you smoke? It's disgusting. And in my apartment? Wow, an old white lady yelling at me while wearing microwavable socks. This is so different than living with my mom. To be fair, it is extremely rude to smoke inside someone's apartment, someone else's apartment, and not ask or yeah. or even not just just go outside mm -hmm. away and just do it without even asking if you can smoke inside. Yeah, no, I mean, even I mean, if yeah. we had a guest over and they randomly like smoked in our guest room or something, what I would the, be yeah, like what the fuck are you doing? Furious. Yeah, because that stuff does sure not people. go. I mean, do you think she would react the same way though if it was something like pot? Like, she'd probably react the same way, like, it's illegal, but, like, she would be less upset in terms of the health risks, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, So I guess it has to be serious. Well, also, like, I feel like, I mean, cigarette smoke, like, gets into things in a way that others don't. Like, yeah, I don't think they stain as much. Yeah. Like, stain or, yeah. or have lingering smells. Yeah. But I remember when I, so this was my first roommate I ever had, like, right out of, like, fresh out of high school. And a lesson that I've learned since then is you never move in with a best friend because you will no longer be best friends mm -hmm. after that and it's absolutely true um, this is the guy I told you about that would like steal at work that's how he paid all of his bills oh, bills <laughs> his bills his bills is how you say that word uh, he would sleep until like four o'clock in the afternoon because I guess he didn't go to bed until four o'clock in the morning I don't know um, and then the only rule that I had in the entire place was like, and he smoked cigarettes and he smoked weed. I was like, if you're going to smoke weed, just keep it in your room. That way it doesn't go around the entire apartment. And if you're going to smoke cigarettes, just do it outside. We had a back, back patio. It was wide open. Just do it out there. I don't care. Just close the door. I don't want to smell it. Uh, and then there was countless times I would just come home, like either early from work or I was supposed to work a double and after work a double, I'd just come home. And then it's just all happening in the living room. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, like, it's just, I don't I don't care about the health effects. Like, that's literally your body. It's your choice. You can do whatever you want. I don't agree with it necessarily in that, like, it's something I would want to do. At least the cigarettes. Like, smoking weed's whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, like, smoking cigarettes is, like, it's, it's because of the smell and just the lingering effects of it are just, like, so gnarly that it's just, like, mm, I'd rather you not. But, yeah. Frank's in the wrong here. He he either should have asked. Like, I think that would have been a little bit of a better payoff is there's a quick scene of him asking or something, but... Well, then they couldn't have this conflict. They couldn't have the asked. conflict, yeah. Or, I mean, well, they could still have the conflict in that he asked and she's like, I told you no. Yeah, yeah that's true. Blah, blah. If she would have said that, right, right. They could have not. Anyway. Anyway. I guess well, it's funny that it's sneakier. Yeah. 
Okay, so I smoke a little as a stress release. I never told you because I knew you'd lecture me. It is not a lecture to simply point out to someone that the episode of Different Strokes about Dudley's dad has proven incontrovertibly that smoking destroys your health and leads to ridicule from Willis. Well, what about you? You can't judge me when you're eating that garbage. This is not the same thing at all, Frank. Dr. Oz did a show about junk food. I saw it because it's on a compilation DVD I have of fat ladies crying. And this stuff will kill you. Manufactured in a facility that also processes food. <gasps> this is what Meat Cat spoke of. So I guess I'll just get one of those little throat radios and you'll be buried in a piano crate. Good night, Liz. No, Frank, that fire in your apartment was no accident. I know. I just wanted to be in control. It was fate. We've been brought together to help each other stop being gross. <laughs> what do you say? All right. But if doing this restores my sex drive, the plus size ladies in the mailroom have you to blame. The foreshadowing. The foreshadowing. Good times. Alright, so we are at the Court Square Diner where Jenna goes to meet Verna, aka Jan Hooks. Uh, you know, she's not just known as Verna, she's got other pseudonyms and such. Um, but uh, Jan Hooks, most, uh, probably most famous for. Uh, her brief, re- relatively brief, but she, she, her short time on, well, I keep saying short time, she was on there for five years and sporadic appearances till 94, but she was on SNL from 86 to 91, uh, and then she would do the last two seasons with the de- Designing Women, which, that show's okay. If you read into it, there were a lot of backstage politics and a lot of backstage hatred, and like Delta Burke was out by season three or four, and they brought in another character, no one liked her. They got rid of her. And then they brought in Jan Hooks for the final two seasons. It's really weird. It's a really weird history on that show. But it would, I think it would be a really good documentary if they um, if they could somehow do something like that. It would be a lot of... It would be an interesting... There's got to be watch. a tell-all book out there, right? Oh, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. Um, but anyway, she would do that. And then she would just do... She was a very good character actor. She would just show up on sporadic shows. Uh, she had a small stint on Third Rock from the Sun which is a show I've never actually seen. Oh, I my parents liked to watch that show when I was a kid. Yeah, so I, was, I was aware of it, yeah. but it was just like, eh, it's not for me. I wasn't really into sitcoms at that time. Um, I feel like it's not really a show that gets talked about much anymore, so maybe it's just like a product yeah. of the late 90s, early 2000s. It's just like, you kind of had to be there kind of show. Yeah, it's probably in syndication. I don't know if oh, it's I'm sure it is. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like Hulu would have that, because yeah. it's an NBC show, so it'll yeah. probably end up on Peacock anyway. Um, but... I think I most know her from, aside from SNL uh, and uh, 30 Rock, is she had uh, a couple of appearances on Simpsons, and she had one appearance on Futurama. Uh, her, her her role on The Simpsons is uh, Manjula Nahasapima Petalon, Apu's uh, wife. Uh, and it was not funny, but you remember a few years ago when the whole uh, Apu... Hank Azir. Yeah. which he has been from the forefront like kill the character i don't want to do the character hire someone so i think he's been handling that situation well well he he stopped voicing it yeah he officially he officially i think earlier this year announced i'm not voicing the character anymore so either they get rid of the character or they're going to bring someone in Mm -hmm. of indian um native uh indian who is indian who is yes thank you who is indian to voice the character um but it was it was kind of comical that I guess by the time that controversy had stirred up, Jan Hooks had passed away. She passed away in 2014. But oh, there was I didn't know that. 
there was no backlash against her playing mm-hmm. Manjula as a white lady playing an Indian lady. I always, I always thought that was kind of funny because it's like, well, you're mad at Hank Azaria, which he had done it for two decades at that point. Yeah, so I, I feel like, like that's like a pretty recent, well, at least me being aware of it yeah, just the last, no, the last the, few years. Yeah, no, it really became a big deal in the last few years, but I mean, the character had been around 20 right. years before. Right, right, yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm not saying that there wasn't vocal backlash then, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't as right. loud and represented until recently, but yeah. Um, anyway, she's... Jan Hooks, uh, so, yeah, is R.I.P. She's she's passed away, but uh, I I think she's just always been one of the best character actresses of the last twenty years. So I have to be honest. If you seek her out, you yeah, you're, it's worth it. I've never, I mean, I've never known her of anything other than like the name of a person who was on S. Like I knew she was on SNL because I had heard that name associated with it. But like I guess other than this, I've never yeah seen her or anything and back when i watched it the first time i probably wouldn't even, i mean i probably wouldn't even know who she is realized it connected yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's that's kind of the, the shame of a lot of those late 80s snl guys and, and ladies like if they didn't really raise to a prominence of like adam sandler mike myers dana carvey they kind of probably just like faded in and would do like i'm i'm guaranteeing like all those like comedy central shows that you watch like review and things like that there's a ton of SNL people just turning right, yeah. in it. Like all the Reno 911 stuff. Just a lot of improv flares yeah. just coming into the mix. And you probably just never even knew that they were SNL people just because they never really broke out of that. Like that was their big thing. They never really surpassed it. Um, but yeah, Jan Hooks is great. So I would say seek out a lot of her work. She's always really good in it. And I think that's why she shines in this episode. She just has that comedic ability to just get it. Um, but anyway... <laughs> Uh, Verna and Jenna meet for the first time in many years. Oh, there's my baby girl! Hello, Verna. No, low, go. Okay. I know every time we see each other, I'm always hitting you up for money. And I know that it's always for something stupid, like paying the medical bills with that time that my boyfriend broke his tailbone off in that cage match. But this time, it's different. I said no. Wait, what is this? I'm trying to pay you back. I'm trying to make good for once. Is this the fight? I'm talking quieter. I'm in control. What's that now? I'm the cop one. Upper hand. Jen, why are we talking like this? Does somebody have a gun? I'm going lower now. Okay. Well, I know you're busy. I just wanted to say this face to face. I am so proud of you. And I love you so much. And I wish I'd said that more. Don't go, Mommy. I'll stand closer to the gator. <laughs> Do we ever learn where she gets that money from? It's I don't think so. No, it's not no. But just, just when Jenna is is firmly having the upper hand at the end, she just gets got right at the end. No, she firmly has the upper hand. I feel like she just... Well, she's, I mean, she, she, she basically shuts her, her out. Right, so yeah, well, right. She yeah. shut her down. She stayed quiet. But then right at the end, she still, she still wants her mommy's approval mm-hmm. at the end of it. Yeah. I have to say, like, considering it's such a cartoonish character, like, it, she does a good, Jan Hooks does a good job of, like, making her feel still real. Because a lot of times we have over-the-top characters, especially in, like, big, like, comedies, like, the way they play, the, the actor plays it, like, they don't 
feel like a real person, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like it's supposed to be funny, but it's like somehow she manages to be a cartoon over the top and still feel like it's a grounded performance somehow. I, th- I think it's the accent. Maybe yeah. I think like if she had the same accent as Jenna, or if she had like a north northern accent, which wouldn't make any sense given that they're from Florida. Yeah. But Jenna forced herself out of that accent. But I think it's her accent. It almost it makes her feel genuine. Yeah. So it doesn't come off as too much of a cartoon. Like her appearance and her actions are very cartoon like. Yeah. But her approach to it is very genuine. That I think overweighs the cartoon aspect of it. Yeah. I agree. I think again, she does a fantastic job. It's it's such a shame that we just don't get more of her. But hot off Frank and Liz's uh, a deal to be healthier. They announced to the crew their new plan. Listen up, everyone. Frank and I have some exciting news to share. I am quitting smoking. And I am going to start eating healthier. I signed up for a service called New Feud that delivers humanely portioned organic meals. So I have to say, this is way before the time of like Blue Apron and stuff. And I, I guess, I mean, obviously there had to be some sort of like subscription services then, but it's like, I don't think of that ever being a thing until... You know, I mean, so yeah. that I wouldn't even thought of like about it, until it probably from. rolled out in like New York and the yeah. Bay Area. Way that makes sense. Like same than... day delivery. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. yeah, it looks like she does get like a full like actual meal, which just eats yeah. doesn't have to. Sounds gross. And I took the elevator all the way up here without losing my breath. Liz, God knows you should eat better, but maybe now's not the time. It's show week, and I can't have you melting down. And junk food is your stress release. We all need a release. I know, because Kenneth has taken mine away from me, and I'm worried about what I'm going to do to replace it. While you were talking, I put a thumbtack in my neck. (gasps) Makes me feel something. Well, don't worry about me, Pete. I have a new outlet, my delicious new feud, like my upcoming lunch, autumn tempeh risotto with salmon rub streusel chunks. What's a salmon rub I don't think that's chunk, a thing. Right? I can't imagine. Like, does it just mean that it was? Well, I mean, that's, well, yeah, I guess on the theoretically, yeah, you have a chunk of a chunk of streusel which has had a salmon rubbed upon it. So, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's actually a real I like. I wouldn't thing, honestly put it past that. That is probably something Maybe. that's real, but I don't imagine it being too appealing. Yeah. Also, isn't every week show week? I know, right? I've never like if you would have said show time. day, like well, I mean, one day beating is going to be that would have made more sense to me than show week, like yeah. I mean, their whole job. They've never given the impression that they are bi-weekly or anything less than once a week. So that was, yeah. That's a weird line. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. So Jenna's riding high from her dinner date with her mother. And Jack comes in to check on uh, how his plan went. Jenna, I just wanted to see how it went with Verna last night. Jack, it was perfect. Like a John Mayer song. Good. So you said no. I didn't have to. She didn't want anything. She's completely changed. What? No. People do not change. In the late 90s, I thought Colleen had become a better person. It turns out she had a tumor pressing on her brain's pleasure center. A tumor those quack doctors removed. Jack, this is different. She gave me money. It's not different, Jenna. It never is. You must be Verna. Oh, and you must be Jack Donaghy. Jenna, you were right, darling. He does look like he'd be great between those two things we were talking about. <laughs> Interesting earrings. Oh, thank you. I made it myself. <laughs> Something's killing all the birds in my neighborhood. Mom, I really wish you didn't have to leave tonight, because my birthday's this weekend. Oh, my God. 
I am the worst mother. No. Yes, I am. Don't I am say the... that. Could a bad mom have raised a daughter who was engaged to a congressman when she was 16? Jenna, to the stage, please. Oh, that's me. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh. Blowing town tonight, huh? I knew it was her birthday. I'm throwing her a surprise party, and it's at a fancy restaurant. So wear something nice, like a pair of white jeans and a Dan Marino jersey or something, okay? So while Frank and Liz are doing their best to deal with their new releases, uh, Liz believes Frank is cheating somehow. So Jenna shows up to her surprise party thinking she's supposed to be dancing for the Atlanta Hawks. But meanwhile, she gets a surprise from her mother and her friends, and they go a fun rendition of Do That To Me One More Time. Fun is a very loose word there. Hi, I was told I'd get paid if I came here and danced by the Atlanta Hawks eat dinner. Surprise! Oh my God! Mom, you remember? Well, of course I remember. Come here, sweetie. I've seen this before. Classic Colleen move. Whatever it is Verna wants, she's going to ask for it tonight. And Jenna can't say no in front of all these people. My mother once won a radio contest to announce the starting lineups at a Red Sox game and used the opportunity to get me to promise never to put her in a home. What could I do? Carl Yastrzemski was looking like that. This isn't about you, so you need to get over your issues and try to be happy for Jenna. Speaking of issues, I had a dream the other night that we were married and I gave birth to a cartoon cat, so... Could I have everybody's attention, please? Thank you. <clears throat> In my life, I've been a lot of things. A liar. A dental hygienist. But I haven't always been a good mom. Jenna, I don't know if you remember, but when you were 11, we were supposed to sing together at a mother-daughter talent pageant. I had completely forgotten about that. What betrayal? Well, I was drinking pretty heavily then. Kind of on account of my bad knee. And then I went and drove my jet ski into that great big bunch of moss. So I did not make it to that pageant. Honey, I don't deserve a single thing from you, but I've got to ask one favor. And it's a big one. <laughs> if you would do me the very great honor of joining me. Hit it. Do that to me one more time. Once is never enough with a daughter like you. Do that to me one more time. I can never get enough of a mom like you. Oh, kiss me like you just did. How are you not moved by this? Well, because I'm listening to the words. Do that to me once again. What a romantic song. What's even better is they were supposed to sing that when she was 11. Like yeah. it's not, I mean, it's, wor it's, it's worse then. It's still bad now. But Jesus, like. <sighs> There's also a great visual gag of Jenna pulling her, I guess, emergency microphone out of her purse so she yeah. can start singing. I like that she just was always carrying a microphone in her clutch just, just, just in case. case. 
Just in case. Never knowing you might need to perform. Never. Well, I guess she was there to dance for the Atlanta Hawks, so maybe she just assumed she'd end up singing. No, I think she just always carries them. No, it's it's better to think she's just always carrying one with her. But uh, it wasn't, and I've seen this episode so many times, it was not until I really listened to when she says, I've been many things in my life, a liar, a dental hygienist, (laughs) that it clicked for me. (laughs) Wait a minute. Oh, it's, it's such a good line and such a great delivery. Um, but we come back from the second act break and we reveal the truth of Verna and why, she, why she's still in town. Verna! Hey! Nice office, Jack. I feel like I'm in the Martha Stewart section of Kmart. What can I do for you? Oh, well... <laughs> I just wanted to thank you for coming to the party. It meant a lot to Jenna, and it was pretty important to me, too. See, now you know what the show would be like. What show? Jack, I did not drive my home all the way to New York City just to kiss my daughter's ass. Thank you. I want to do a TV show about me and her. You want to do a reality show? Come on. (laughs) You see how good I am at... Pushing Jenna's buttons. Yeah, this show will have laughter, tears, topless arguments, infections caused by jacuzzi water. I knew it. I knew you had something up your sleeve besides a tattoo with, let me guess. It's a mermaid doing it with Captain Morgan. Now, come on, Jack. We both understand the value of a dollar. Now, won't you please... Do me this favor. Talk to Jenna. There's a lot more where that came from. Which is in my underpanties. Knowing what we get out of the Queen of Jordan reality show later on, I really would have liked to see a Verna and Jenna reality show. I mean, it would have been kind of trashy, but I think it would have been really fun comedy. I think the writers could have had a lot of fun with that. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, the one we got was good, and they, oh, they couldn't yeah. have done two, I feel No, like. they definitely... One was the best. Or do one and one, like, don't have the Queen of Jordan come back for a second one, but... Mm-hmm. Um, no, the Queen of Jordan stuff is a little... Maybe that's what implanted into their mind to do that later on, but, man, that would have been so great. Oh, well. All right, so the next scene we're going to probably chop up a little bit, or, or at least we'll enter... We'll... Uh, We'll cut in when we need to cut, but it's a long one. But I think, for me, it's literally the funniest scene of the episode, if not one of the best moments of season four. If not one of the best moments of the entire show. Uh, But Jenna is on the side of her mother, but Jack still... uh, Jack can't bring himself to tell her the truth about what Verna really wants out of her. But meanwhile, in the writer's room, Liz has proof that someone has been sneaking cigarettes inside of her apartment. Good morning, dummies. So, Frank can go cold turkey, but I can't? Well, 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 well. Frank's old cigarettes. When I went to bed last night, there were 15 cigarettes in the pack. This morning, there were 12. What? J'accuse! Look, I don't know where those cigarettes went. If only some genius had secretly videotaped her living room last night. Oh, wait, it did. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, you videotaped your living room? All night? Sure did. And as soon as I figure out which one of these things is the thingy... Coming at you. Give me. You do 
didn't believe in me, but I believed in myself, just like the last scene of all movies. Okay. Here we go. What are you wearing? They're, They're called, called night spanks. Well, I don't even remember getting up. What am I doing? Your sleepwalking, Liz, is a little understood parasomnial disorder. Oh. Oh. She's not sleepwalking. Oh, my God. I'm sleep-eating. You tried to take away your release, Liz, but nature finds a way. Did you learn nothing from Jurassic Park? Why am I making a phone call? I'm 68, Okay, I don't mean to be the black guy at the movies, but you better move, girl! Uh-oh. Oh, Liz, you didn't. I ordered a pizza. Oh! Oh! Oh, I don't see this. Okay, fine. I cheated in my sleep, but Frank folded too because I am not making it up about the cigarettes. Any minute Wait, he's gonna. What are you doing now? No, no, please, no. Oh God, Liz, you didn't smoke the. Oh. I'm eating it. Okay, well, mystery solved. Liz ate the cigarettes, and I guess some of us just don't need a release. So let's turn the TV off. Hang on. All right, so we're going to cut it up there just for a bit because we're running a little long. It's, it's, a, it's a long clip. There's a fun visual joke which uh, I'm, I'm interested to talk about. So Frank's hat says busway on it. Do you think that's another, like, subtle joke about subway from that's what I episode? That's what I was thinking because I could I mean. If busway is like an actual term, I'm not. I haven't heard of it, so I assumed, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I think it's got to be just yeah, sort of play on subway. Um, but yeah, I don't. There's just something about the escalation that keeps happening between the Liz stuff. Of first, she's just sleep eating, and she makes an unintelligible phone call to a pizza place, and then continues just standing there in the darkness <laughs> waiting for it. And then it shows up, and she's not even eating at a slice. She's just she like, the whole, the whole dog grabs and eats it the whole and thing. just munches on It's just, it's so good. What like, happens when you wake up? Do you, you must feel terrible. I, I mean, she, clearly, she felt no yeah, effects of it because she comes in assuming everything's fine. I mean, if you eat a, I mean, if you smoke a cigarette, it's on your breath for like the rest of the week. But like eating a cigarette, I gotta imagine Delicious. you're gonna smell and taste all of that in the morning. Like maybe it was just so mental. She just got past all of it i'm not sure but anyway just as frank's getting a little too comfortable and cocky we see his night oh, oh thanks frank oh there's more denise i said wait upstairs my boss is asleep in the other room i was told you have a package for the mail room oh, oh. oh come on this just got awesome i need you denise i'm trying to quit smoking and my mom's not here I'm your mama now, baby. Don't go to sleep with a crown in your pocket. Go into your yard and tie it on a rocket. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. You'll be feeling better soon. Don't go to bed with a frown. I love you, Denise, mommy. We all need our release. So is that the part that's really disturbing to you, or is it the whole thing? I think the whole thing, but also that. Yeah, I think I think him using her as a, a pseudo mom is yeah. disturbing. I just feel like I don't know because like, is that an edible complex? Also, or is it is edible? Oh, elect, is electric? Is that the reverse? So edible is when uh, 
Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. Oedipal is when, well, a son wants to, like, kill his father and sleep with his mother, right? And Lecture is the reverse of that. So, right, so mother. So mother would be Oedipal. Yeah, well, she doesn't want his mom to die, but he seemingly just has so much that he relies on her for that her not being in his life is affecting him. So, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's not disturbing, but I think it's so over the top well, that I look past the disturbing. No, I, yeah, it's definitely intended to be, like, totally comedic. I just, I don't know, there's something about the whole thing that I just, like, yeah. I, I was like, yeah. I don't I, I think that the cap on it is her singing to him, and Liz, still not full on junk food, walks out, sleepwalks again to grab more food. Yeah, what is that a container of? Because I couldn't, I think she eats the beginning too, and like I couldn't. It's, it looked like pork rinds, maybe. Oh, that makes sense. Like, it, I imagine it looked like, like, I thought it was like ball things. Yeah. But. The shape looked more like rind. Right, and they looked like very like at first I was like she's stuffing like giant marshmallows in her mouth, but That's pork rinds too. But pork rinds, like yeah, and yeah, I was pork like, rinds don't makes... crunch unless they're stale. But more I mean, sense. She'd still eat them, but yeah. yeah. And also, marshmallows don't come in like a giant. They might tub like that. I mean, I don't know. Not I don't a tub like that though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. They anyway. But yeah, just the cap of the uh, the male lady singing to Frank, Liz coming back in to grab more junk food as she goes back to bed, and. Uh, completely unaware aware enough to still join in on the song because it's just something that's in her brain oh, it's so good such a great scene uh, but we're, we're nearing the end here uh, Verna has uh, some final words for Jack and basically we set up her coming back later in the season Verna I want to be in business with you be swimming in green jack just like when i dye my pool on st patrick's day i do have a couple of notes this project will not be about drama or dysfunction people are tired of that so what's it about redemption it's about a mother making amends to her daughter and it's not a show it's four visits per year christmas mother's day jenna's birthday and thanksgiving you treat jenna with the respect she deserves you get a check. You're trying to bribe me into being a good mom. Well, it is all just about money, isn't it, Verna? Well, maybe for me. But this is emotional for you, isn't it? And I believe that gives me the upper hand. And you're going to have to pay big. Three grand a visit and a rain tarp for my washer and dryer. Deal. Verna, stop stroking my palm with your middle finger. This is a business transaction. Sorry. <laughs> so I was waiting for like Jenna to be secretly. And at first, I, I thought like it was like Jack just trying to all, still like be a little streak of arrogance where he like wants to show that he's right. So I was expecting like Jenna to like be hiding behind something and something like pop out at the end of the scene to be like, you know, yeah, like, like he could have surpri- hiding. In the yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it ends up on I guess a it, I guess it is growth for his character because it's he's just trying to help Jenna out and not looking for any way to be like to, to, to you know to show yeah. look i'm right after all or you know yeah. you can get any personal yeah that never does pay off he never reveals yeah. that it was all some sort of yeah. entertainment ploy or anything he just lets jenna be which i guess like is something he never got to be so right. like, why take that away from someone else so yeah you're right it's it's some good growth for jack so good job all right we're reaching the final moments um we're wrapping up all the stories, and even though Jack still has the opportunity to spoil Jenna's happiness, he does not take it. Dudley's father went outside and lit a cigarette. In the next episode. Good morning, Pete. Kenneth. 
Liz? If you are spending your mornings with Kenneth, what's your release? Uh... Oh, I feel alive! I've been biting my nails. Oh. Hey, Liz. Vern is coming back for Mother's Day. We're gonna do a duet of I'll Make Love to You at a children's hospital. That's great, Jenna. Hey, Jack, guess what? Verna's coming back for Mother's Day. She is? What a surprise. So I guess you were 100% wrong about everything. Think about that, Jack. You're a good man, Jack Donaghy. <laughs> Thanks, Mika. So, does that mean Jack was just dreaming that scene? Because if he's envisioning Meat Cat, as we established at the first scene, mm-hmm. that would be a dream, right? So is he dreaming oh. that? Because, well, I don't, I mean, as chipper as Liz was in that scene, which we rarely say her that chipper, would she actually say to Jack, looks like you're 100% wrong? I guess she would say that to him, but... But if it was a dream, him, why would he dream her saying that? I don't know, but it's they said. But why is Meat Cat there? What's the payoff of Meat Cat being there? It's just a call back to the beginning of the episode. I guess I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird. Yeah. It's a weird last. No, I think yeah, I think that's an interesting. Like you're under an interesting like line of thought, but I don't. I don't know if that. You know, it it, it was Liz's dream, right? So it's obviously not Liz's dream at the end, but. What. Why would he dream that though? I don't know. Why is Meat Cat there then? Other than just to be again a call callback, right? But the the reason he was in the first is because he was part of a dream, right? So he can't be in the real world. So he's there for a reason, and I just assume it has to be some sort of dream. Hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Hmm. It's a very weird joke to end on that doesn't get an explanation. Anyway, maybe Jack has secretly been eating. Whatever those Cheeto knockoffs are called. Maybe that was his... Well, we know his stress release is eating a that's lot of right. junk food. So maybe that's what it is, is he's gone off junk food. And so manifestations are happening of meat cat. We figured it out, maybe. maybe. You're smart. I like that theory, though, whether it's right or not. Yeah. I, don't, I, I, I have no proof of if it's right and never will. So Yeah. It's just a theory, unfortunately. So that is the wrap on Verna. Uh, the closing credits scene is uh, Jack, or I'm sorry, is uh, Kenneth and Pete just having, uh, I, well, I guess it's now Kenneth's stress release, but uh, it, it looks like the way it plays off and the way that uh, Scott Adkins is is reacting to Kenneth is it's all improv. Like they were just given five minutes to ramble on because like his, just re- his reaction seems so real that he doesn't know what he's actually going to be saying or anything like that it's it's a lot of fun like i like when kenneth says uh when he bleeps himself when he's saying bj and the bear he says you know what and the bear because bj is apparently a really bad word so he has to like censor himself it's it's a lot of fun uh any other thoughts on verna having just watched it again yeah i think on second viewing i liked it more but that i was also like much more focused on dan's performance which is really really good and elevated the rest of the episodes so still uh, I, I don't know why I, I would put it quite at the level that you said where it's one of your fit, most memorable and favorite episodes of the season and series, but um, I liked it. Yeah, I liked no. it overall. 
I mean, I feel like we've said everything without repeating ourselves uh, as about Jan Hooks and why her performance is yeah. so great. Um, so we don't really need to say too much again. Uh, if you don't want to hear it, <laughs> just rewind it. Um, but no, I think uh, it's, it is an absolute shame we only get her one more episode in this entire series. She deserved to be in so many, so many more. Um, it could have just been they weren't able to get it back, or so it's it would have been only a few years apart from when uh, she passes away. So maybe she just wasn't in good health by then. Um, but yeah, uh, so we get one more episode with her later in this season, and that'll be it for that'll be a wrap on Verna. Uh, but yeah, um, and I was wrong. I saw Elizabeth Banks showed up in this episode. That's next episode we get her. So. Uh, I, I, my bad. <laughs> Dear you. My bad. Anyway, but she is definitely in the next episode as we're looking towards not Valentine's Day. We're looking towards Anna Shaw Howard Day. Other way. Anna Howard Shaw Day. I, of course you know who that is. <laughs> um, anyway, that is where Liz cannot get any assistance to go to the dentist when she needs to have, uh, I believe it's a root canal or her wisdom teeth taken out. It's a, It's a serious... It's a more serious dental emergency. She has to have someone take her home because of the drugs that they use on her. Um, but anyway, it's a Valentine's Day episode as well as Jack meets Elizabeth Banks' character in Avery Jessup. That sounds right. Yeah, I don't know any other Averys in TV that I would think of. So <laughs> it must be Avery Jessup. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, so Elizabeth Banks coming next episode. Uh, any other thought before we say goodbye? No. No. All right, well, as always, thank you for joining us on Go Today. If you like what we're doing, rating and reviewing, all that fun stuff is going to be the best way to help us out. So join us next week in episode 71, Anna Howard Shaw Day. David, take us out. See you next time. Oh, I've got an idea for a show called Doctor, about Richard Doctor, who's a piano player. Do you remember that show Jennifer Slept Here? Ann Jillian plays a ghost of a Hollywood starlet who helps teenagers. With what? I don't know. Some of those people on Match Game were drunk with power. Did you know the Today Show used to have a monkey on it? Hasn't been as good since. I think that chimp used to drive the truck himself on You Know What and the Bear.